Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that changed everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible, and ultimately push them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, Entrepreneurial Innovations That Changed Everything. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Brett Tremblay, the co-founder and visionary of Get Staffed Up. Brett, welcome to the show. Hey, Timmy. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. It's exciting to talk to you. I, I, I love getting to hear the entrepreneurial journeys that folks like you have been on. Before we dig into it a little bit, uh, why don't you just start with telling me sort of the origin story of your company and what brought you to start it? Uh, like what, what's your story of, of starting the company? Sure. Um, my, I have a co-founder, so we're both attorneys and we've been good friends. We had been good friends for a few years. We had been doing monthly kind of masterminds and then he and I would do breakfast. And so uh, we had run a bar association together and completely changed and revamped it. And, you know, we had always said we work well together and it's weird. We were just talking about the story of, of how it all came to be not not exaggerating right before this call and not planned that way either but um he he had made a connection there was a, a realtor that helped him buy his first house that later reached out to him and was like hey let's have lunch and my business partner almost canceled the lunch but he didn't and so he 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 has the lunch as he's running out of town for like an anniversary weekend and the guy just happened to mention having staff in the philippines and it was just kind of yeah. like a quick comment and it stuck in my business partner's brain. And then uh, when he got back, he told me, and then I didn't see the guy, like my business for like two and a half months. And, and we were so used to talking several times a week. He, he went down the rabbit hole and he figured out a bunch of stuff on his own and, and how to start hiring. And he, and he resurfaced with five new employees from the Philippines. And I was like, holy hell, you know, get me one for my law firm. So he did. And, um, and she's still with us three years later, because I also run a law firm uh, with, with 10 attorneys and 25 people. And, um, and so he's like, yeah, I think I want to help lawyers, you know, do this and I'll charge them a one-time fee. And, and I'm saying, or, you know, you could turn this into a very legitimate business where you're the employer and you find people and then they pay you and you take care of all the, the BS that comes along with being an employer. And I say that semi-respectfully, there's taxes and there's the laws yeah. and there's compliance. And if you're paying someone, for example, $50,000 here in the US, that's their salary. What it's really costing you is 70,000. You have to do a, a multiplier of 1.4, right? So our clients pay us all in you know, a flat fee every month for a full-time employee. Um, and so I'm telling him, Hey, th this, this could be a bigger thing. 
and we're, we're, we're chopping it up back and forth. And I go to a lawyer convention and I make his first two sales for him. Cause I'm like, Hey, my friend's got this thing. People signed up and, and we had lunch. I think it was January uh, 23rd or 24th of 2018. And he said, why don't we do this thing together? And I said, you know, where do I sign? And here we are later, I think three, almost three years. And we, I, I believe we're the largest virtual staffing company in the U S for lawyers and we're growing like wildfire. So that, that was truly the, the tipping point. That's awesome. I, I love it. Um, what are some of the things that make your company unique? What are unique ways that you approach your market? Most staffing companies have a building in the Philippines and they pack these poor people in like sardines, right? You can pick your headsets and, and, and they pay them like dirt and they essentially if if you sign up timmy for example with one of these one of these companies you're paying like a package of hours so i need 20 hours a week or i need 10 hours per week so then the business model is why i gotta send 10 10 more hours of sally and 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 you know james i gotta sell 20 more hours and it's like this time tetris and people are changing and moving and uh, you know it's just a it's just a total it's just a mess what it is. So what we do is two things that are very different. One, all of our people come from Latin America. I should, I should say nine, 99% of our people come from Latin America. We still do have a few people from the Philippines, but totally different. They work from home and they're paid very well. Um, and second, all of our people work from home. So we're not centralized in one building. Like if power goes out, you know, the entire company is down or an earthquake hits and we lose everything. We're, we're spread out because all our people work from home and, and we're, we're throughout many countries. And third, we're full-time only. So what that means is we're, we're going to go recruit the best of the best because we're not the most expensive, but we're also not the cheapest because this is not like we get a warm body, a resume here, work, work with someone. This, this, is, this is the opposite of how it works. Next year, we're going to have 100,000 people apply to work with us. 100,000 people. That's the kind of infrastructure that we've built in three short years. That's awesome. Out of that, about 0.05% we will actually place with our clients. Okay. So we are truly finding, you want a differentiator. I mean, do you want to work with the bottom of the barrel or do you want to work with the best of the best? And, and I'm not saying that to put anyone down. It, it's just a fact. We hang our hat on finding the best people all day long. We're finding happy, educated, English is amazing, client-facing people that you can hire. You can still hire people in the Philippines, but that's like order takers, button pushers, you know, yeah. copy, and, copy and pasters, that kind of thing. But in terms of having dynamic virtual assistants, uh, look, a dynamic assistant that just happens to be virtual, you want that for, for cultural purposes and English purposes out, out of Latin America for, for the most part. So, um, what happens is our clients pay us flat fee every month all in and we pay the the actual employee so we're the legal employer so you don't have any multipliers on top that we talked about you don't have your your hr headaches you don't have all of the different compliance issues we're taking care of all of that for you and the person you get only works for you because it's full time so they work during your hours they show up to your morning meetings or you know like you integrate them into your entire business system just like you would any other employee so that you get the longevity and the buy-in. And, and I think that's really why we're so much different and why we're growing so fast. 
Yeah. So since uh, you said 2018, what have been some key moments of innovation in the journey of your company? Like how have you innovated? Um, Changes that have, that you've done. Yeah. Well, figuring out the, the receptionist, so you can have someone in what's the, the very Southern part of South America, right? Like say the bottom tip of Argentina. Yeah. That person can answer your phones and it'll sound and, and work functionally just like they're down the hall in your office. Cause through VoIP, you, you, you just have them answer your phone and, and, and everyone uses all these companies like Ruby receptionist and back office Betty and, Look, if you have a, a small call volume or you just want overflow, that's fine. But when you're using them full time, it gets very expensive. Why not have a person who knows how to pronounce your client's names, who's familiar with your clients, who, who they get to know, right? Because your people, your clients know when they're calling you and it's a call center because it's a different person every time. Um, so if they say, oh, hold on, let me patch you through to Timmy with the VoIP system, it's just hold you know, 101 and your phone rings in half a second, like it would anyway. So yeah. that, that, that was a big thing is getting away from the call center volume type of service and having a, a, a receptionist is not going to quit on you after two months. Um, that was a big moment for us. I think our recruiting infrastructure, which is all proprietary, we figured some things out and that's why we went from like having two or 3000 per quarter apply to work with us to 25,000. And, and that it was a huge, a huge game changer for us. Yeah. As far as the structure of your business or yeah, the, the question I want to ask is what are some problems that you're currently trying to solve? But I don't necessarily mean to the market. I more mean as a business owner. Yeah. Well, we're trying to manage growth. So when, when you're when you're in the business and you're trying to put out fires, then you're going to stunt your growth. And when you're focused on growth, we're growing so fast that that our business at this time next year won't look anything like it does now. So how how if we've got, you know, because if, if you're a client that gets staffed up, we have a client concierge that works with you and makes sure it takes care of any issues that come up. And like if, if we've got three times as many clients, that means we need X amount of more of our own employees to service the business. And so forecasting, because with software, it's easy because your software does the same thing, right? But with with a service business that's growing at this scale, it's very fascinating and and managing growth as a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. Was there a period in the last two and a half years where you felt like you were beating your head against a wall and then something a change that you made tipped you towards solving that problem um or has it been explosive growth and success (laughs) since you started it i mean there there's always a few bad days pumped in there i mean there there was a time where we had we we had some attrition and, and we weren't sure why that was frustrating and we had some people um uh like a week where, where a bunch of people quit and one person basically tried to steal one of our employees. And, and um, yeah, so there's moments, but, but I think what we did is, is we just kept saying, look, tunnel vision, right? I, I think what a, what a lot of people don't talk about is the disasters that they avoid by not chasing the shiny object. Yeah. We, we have a lot of people that want to partner with us. Why don't you guys do this? And why don't you only, why do you stick to, to your marketing on lawyers and, and you could do this, this, and because we're so hyper-focused, that really helps us. Like, does it, does, does this decision we're making further our mission? 
And if it doesn't, yeah. then we don't make the decision. And, yeah, and I hear still- a lot of founders talk about shiny object syndrome. How do you know when you are supposed to ignore the shiny object? You know, well, I think a lot of people don't know, but what, what I just said, if you have a clear mission and core values, right? Our mission is to liberate lawyers with incredible virtual staff. If, if the opportunity comes along that's going to make us deviate from that at all, we don't do it. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and somebody, but, but even so um, somebody wanted to partner with this, this big thing and I have all these employees and, and we can start selling virtual paralegals. Cause right now we do um, virtual admin assistants, which is like legal assistance, clerical assistance, um, marketing assistance, personal assistance, executive assistance. You're just basically putting so much more wherewithal in your business and hands on deck so if you have 10 people doing the work and now you have 20, you're just exponentially more profitable because you have so much more output and you can do that smarter, which is hiring through us instead of domestically. Um, but, you know, but I think people just get distracted with, well, you know, why don't, why don't we bring in this new company and we, and we can collaborate? It, it wasn't, it wasn't going to work with, with our model. And so we said no. And, and I think, I don't know if there's a, a specific way to know, but yeah. if, if, if you if you feel like it's going to put too much hurt on your current infrastructure and you're going to disappoint the people you've been trying to serve all this time, you, you can't do it either. Yeah, love it. Brett, are there any insights from your journey that you really hope listeners will get out of this episode? Uh, delegate your way to freedom. I, I cannot stress enough. That's our trademarked phrase. And... I'm just going to keep repeating it shamelessly, I guess. Like you, you, have to, you have to not get tired of hearing yourself say that. It's so easy to be an entrepreneur and try to do everything yourself and wear all the hats. And we all hear that, but, but we ignore it anyway for some reason. Because I think most people are so stubborn. And I was this way, by the way, so I'm not putting other people down. Like, but, but I'm different. I can get it done, right? But I'm, but I'm a visionary and I'm like an integrator and I, I can, I have both skill sets. Unlike everyone else, I'm so unique and so different and people get burnt out. They, they try to run the restaurant where they're the chef, the host, the waiter, the line cook, the owner, the maitre d', the sommelier, and they're trying to serve gourmet meals and they crash and burn because, you know, you can't do everything yourself as an entrepreneur. You have to get help. Yeah, I love it. Brett, how can listeners connect with you? Easy. Um, getstaffedup.com forward slash VIP. It's a link. It's going to ask you a few things. It's going to say uh, name, email, phone number, and how'd you hear about us? That's it. And if you type in the name of this podcast on the, you know, how did, how did you hear about us? If you just type in what makes them tip or Timmy Bauer, for example, um, then we're going to give you a $500 discount on your startup fee. So, um, you know, that's a nice little offer for people and get staffed up is spelled just how it sounds. Love it. Appreciate it, Brett. Thanks so much for being on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Timmy. Thank you for listening to our show. What makes them tip innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, 
please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Archelia. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.